Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of Obscurity. You already know, it's your boy Big Chile, and with me... It's your boy Sticky, what's good? We got Sticky here, and again, we got the the returning champion, Alejandro, yeah. Loco, Sogi King. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Alex, aka Sogi King, Alejandro on all the social medias. Yep. Y'all know the deal. We're back at it again. It's it's a um, beautiful thing. I I love it that Alex is joining us again to um, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. get these conversations going, get these topics out here, a bigger perspective on you know all these things that we want to talk about. So I guess we'll start it off first and foremost. Um, let's talk about our Thanksgiving. Oh, How was man. it? How was the food? How was the family? Oh man! Well, I could start off by saying that the turkey, that that Cajun seasoning turkey by Popeyes, is a eleven out of ten, like hands down the best turkey I have ever had. I've had deep fried turkey before, but man, I ain't like I said, like I ain't being biased. Like that shit was so good. Like it was delicious. Like all the way down to the breast, the deeper the breast, the more seasoning there was. So never really had that like out of context like flavor to it, and oh, right. oh my god, yeah, I've oh, ham. We still got ham. We got a lot of leftovers. That she made ham. She surprised the heck out of me. She was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, by the way, I'm making ham," and I'm like, "No way." She's like, "Duh!" It's like it's my favorite, and I'm just like, "Man, this is why I love her," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can never go wrong with breast, bro. Oh, it's so good. I mean. And as far as like uh, the like desserts came, desserts were really good. We had apple pie and pumpkin pie, but yeah. to like between us, I I literally ate six plates and then maybe a total of eight throughout the day because we ate early. We ate at twelve, you know. All the food was done. I I I woke up and I helped her a little bit. I just all I did was peel potatoes, but I mean, it's helping, you know. And right, it's still doing something. Around twelve is when we started eating and everything. And like I said, everything came out good. Everything came out delicious. Like, you know, I, I gave her mad respect, you know, mad props to her because she made it all by herself. And like I said, normally she has help, you know, from her mom and her sister. But, you know, my condolences to her because, you know, rest in peace to them. Rest in paradise. You know, September was a hard month for us, but now we're in November and now we're back in December. But for you guys, well, how, how did everything go out for you guys? Did you guys go anywhere? Did you guys have relatives come out of town? Um, I'm, I'm going to let Sticky go because I got a boring ass answer. I, really <laughs> I, I didn't have no relatives or nothing from out of town. I just went to my, usually we just go to my mom's for um, like lunch. Mm-hmm. We'll do it early, like around noon. And yeah, man, I pr- pretty much what you said, just fucking stuffing my fucking face off. Ate two big ass plates of turkey and ham and mashed potatoes. No, we didn't have mashed potatoes. We had potatoes and macaroni. It's just some good shit, bro. It's just, it's just everything I wanted for Thanksgiving, bro. Sure. I was stuffed, bro. And then, um, yeah, just spent time with my mom, my grandma, my sister
pretty much Heck like, yeah. shit, like shot after shot. And, <laughs> yeah, bro, just getting another, another just feast. Everybody literally made, there was like everything there, bro. Shit, I don't even know what the fuck it was, and I still ate it. And I was, by the time I got done with that third plate, I was, I was Thanksgiving the fuck out, bro. I couldn't eat no more. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad to hear that, man. Because, like you said, you did say you were gonna go to different, multiple ones, and whatnot. And that, yep. that's a really good thing too. You know, that that really is a good thing. Being able to have, you know, family members and friends, you know, to invite you to come over, spend time with them, and whatnot. Because the holidays can the holidays can be a little bit hard, especially now because we're all adults now. You know, we all got things to take care of and whatnot. But mm. as as far as uh, Thanksgiving comes, what about you, Chile? How how did it turn out for you? Okay, so me, I'm on the other spectrum. I didn't do nothing. And it's not because I didn't want to do anything, but um, I've been having recurring back issues. And unfortunately, during that, you know, that uh, last week, um, I, I just had a real bad back issue. I couldn't, I couldn't really walk that well. It's lower oh, back. It's like lower back problems. And it comes and goes. I need to get it checked out for sure. Um, so yeah, I was literally just stuck here in my fucking room. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. You know me, I'm a fucking introvert anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, you don't think about going to like a chiropractor or nothing like that for your back? Yeah, your yeah, I need to. I'm, I'm going. I'm gonna try to go to one. I'm waiting for it to open because it's okay. gonna be, it's gonna be close by, right, right around the corner. But right. they they're opening this month actually, but they they haven't set a date unfortunately. But I already have like a free appointment with them. They're doing some special. Oh shit, that's what's up. Well, hey. it's called the it's called the Joint. Um, maybe I've heard about it. It's pretty, I feel like I've heard of a place called the Joint before. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's popping. It's, it's it's getting a lot of. You know, a lot of people literally is popping, <laughs> popping people's backs. I'm laughing at the puns right I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, but they they've been getting a lot of a lot of hype, you know. I I don't know how old they are. I've heard them for a while, but I guess now you know people have been realizing they're having back problems and shit like that. So it's, Man. it's getting a lot of a lot of hype. So I'm gonna go to them. Hopefully, they do a good job on me. You know what's weird about uh, chiropractors? I've heard sometimes a lot of people don't go to them because they tend to mess you up more than what you already were. And whatnot, yeah. like, like it's from what I heard. Like I said, it's just you know, uh, mouth to ear and stuff. Is that a lot of people tend to go and they end up getting messed up to where they had to keep going and they had to keep going back. They didn't have to keep going. And like I said, I've never personally been to a chiropractor before, but there are some days where I wake up and I'm just like, okay, like I really need somebody to like pop some things and whatnot. Cause yeah, bro, fuck yeah. I think it, the issue is that some people go to, we, you know, as people, and I don't blame anybody, but as just how we are, we like to budget and people go to like some cheap, cheap ass shit where they only have to pay like 20 bucks. Now, mm. it's nothing against them. You know, they're doing their hustle. They're doing their grind. But some of them are kind of, you know, you don't need a special kind of license to be a chiropractor. I mean, you need something, but it's not, it's something that you could buy basically. So I feel like there's a lot of chiropractors that really are chiropractors. Yeah, they're they're kind of scamming a little bit. So sure. It's definitely something to watch out for. That's funny because I've been thinking about um I've been thinking about getting a massage, like couples massage 
But I've been thinking about it. Sounds kind of. Hell yeah. I just need that. I just feel like, bro, I need to, like you said, I just feel like I need somebody to align my shit back. And that sounds kind of wrong, but I need to give my fucking, I just need somebody to give me a good massage, bro. That's it. I think my, my I'll be having back pains. I've been working this FedEx job lately. It's just been wearing tear on my body already. Oh, I know what I know. What, I know what you mean, man. You want that? You want that real service, not the one with the happy ending. You know? The... Yeah, bro. I don't want the fake ass, <laughs> fucking like a half ass massage, bro. Like I want a legit massage from a professional who actually takes their job serious. You know? And maybe that sounds a little fucked up, but Shoot. nah, I'm nah. Not makes a lot of sense bro you don't want nothing to just i mean somebody is just like oh i'll do it no you want somebody that knows what they're gonna do yeah like they they went to school they read the books they know the anatomy of the human then bones do certain things and on top of that like i mean going back to the whole thanksgiving thing i i can say uh i did fall into a couple food comas but most of the time i catch myself having bad posture and i think because oh, yeah. of that, having bad posture, it causes certain, like, excruciating pains on my back. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I, I've been doing labor for a hot minute now. You know, it's it's my preferred type of job to do. But as as far as it comes to, like, going to see a chiropractor, you know, I haven't I've gone to one. I know a lot of massage therapist people, but I feel like a chiropractor is more inclined to, like, one specific thing. Compared to, yeah. you know, a massage therapist where they, they kind of undo your knots and stuff like that. No, oh, no, that's, that's that's very right. I think chiropractor just deals with the bone structure where a massager deals with, like, muscle muscle tension and shit like that. And then you also have um the needle, needlist, needle therapy. Ooh, on some kung have, shit? <laughs> yeah, for real. You have shit like that that's supposed to have good benefits also. It helps relax. Um, it's just the whole world out there of, you know, things you can do to try to get your body right, honestly. And and one thing that I've been noticing about that, the trend. So I'm going to snatch up a lot. That's like my social media. There's there's one that's called Snap. And they're literally like popping people who have like scoliosis and mm. you know, just have like hard, like hardcore issues with their with their bones and it's like a, it's like a whole like real an episode of people getting like their shit popped and they're just like relieved you know but it makes that loud scary noise but um going back to trends on the whole massage thing uh they've been doing i don't i don't know what to call it but i don't know if you ever seen that the karate kid with jackie chan and when yeah. I, you know how he did that 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 uh that orb massage thing uh to the kid well people are doing oh, that yeah. instead of getting the whole you know, chiropractor and massage therapist therapy and whatnot. You know, I mean, I feel like if if um, I feel like everything is worth a shot. Honestly, I mean, just give that one that good old college try. Just try it once, and if if it's good for you, if you feel right about it, then you keep coming back. If not, then uh, you find you know something else that might work for you. Because so everybody's body is different, and there's different things that helps you know different people. Yeah, yeah, and as and like I said, man, like I hope next next year for Thanksgiving for you, man. I hope it's better. Like I said, I I, I do recommend for you guys to try out that turkey, uh, Cajun turkey from Popeyes because it's hands down like it's already pre cooked. All you gotta do is warm it up, you know, and you know mm -hmm. don't not burn it, you know, and you know. 
serve it and whatnot. But yeah, I'm 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 surely manifesting that next year for you it's better, man. And there's like no issues and stuff like that for you going on. But how is the weather doing Thanksgiving for you guys? Because it's starting. We're in December now. I'm I'm in Austin, and today, like. Oh, this whole week was one of the, like, it felt like it was, like, summer. We were in the high 70s the whole week, man, mm. and whatnot. And it's just weird because uh, this time last year, it was dropping already, like, below 50. And I hate to say it, and I hate to, I hate to make people, like, get reminded, but we had that winter storm come out and hit, man. So how 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 are things over there in Houston for you guys? Honestly, I'm a, I always say this when it comes to the weather, bro. I feel like the weather... It's just fucked up because uh, I guess climate change or whatever. So I honestly I feel like our winters are very fucking short. But yeah. like the fucking weather over here has been like a cocktease, bro. It's just been <laughs> it's been yeah, like yeah. it'd be cold in the morning, but then by literally by ten o'clock it's fucking hot. Like goddamn, yeah, yeah. Shit. We had we had like two or three days where where it got pretty cold too, and then it just went back to hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know how that is. That's, that's how it was this week. Like, you'd wake up, it'd be like 50 degrees, but as soon as 10 o'clock is, as soon as that sun's out, yep. it go, it shoots up and it gets really hot. You know, you go from wanting to wear pants in the morning to stay warm to regretting and being like, I should have worn short sleeve and shorts today. Yep. You know? I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck did I wear this damn thermal fucking long sleeve shirt? I'm an idiot. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, going back to the winter uh, subject, like, do you guys feel like we're going to have another winter storm? You know, do you guys feel like um, as far as winter comes, uh, is you think it's going to get that bad again later on? Because, I mean, winter for us, normally it's like from December to about February, you know? So I hope not. I really hope we don't get something that bad. Like, I want to take it cold, but I don't want my fucking pipes to burst in. Oh, when yeah. I'm trying to walk my dogs, I'm like slipping and sliding outside and I'm out of power for them weekend i'm over here trying to thug it out with my fiance and like we were just wearing like six fucking different shirts and three pairs of socks and trying to sleep in the cold but i'm still shivering while i'm sleeping that shit was it was hell bro it was literal hell for me and i like the cold weather but that made me just be like you know what i'll be okay just stone not ever dealing with the shit again like not ever seeing the just snow i wouldn't i wouldn't trip no yeah yeah, I don't want it to get that bad, but I feel like I mean we. I feel like we are on a trend where it, it's the winters keep getting a little bit colder, but I don't want it to get as bad as it did. Or I just hope that this time around, you know, the fucking power companies are all prepared, and you know, Dude. we don't have to go through what the fuck happened earlier this year. Yeah, because uh, I remember whenever it started happening, like I mean, we didn't go to work for a week. You know, because it was kind of bad. Literally, our boss called us, like, we we normally start at 8 o'clock, and she would call us and check on us, be like, hey, are you guys okay? And whatnot. We had, like, this massive group text with everybody in it and whatnot, and we were just all checking on one another. Like, you know, I, I luckily, you know, I was blessed, and I was lucky. Like, I only lost power and electricity for, like, two days, you know. But she literally just told us, hey, just, you know, for you guys to get your – your 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 time in just warm up the truck for an hour and then turn it off and don't go anywhere stay at home stay warm stay safe you know oh, stay yeah. stay in contact check with your loved ones because it, it not only did it affect those up here in the north it, it literally everywhere in texas it was pretty bad 
and what oh, that yeah. what that caused too was a was a uprising on uh, political on politics and whatnot because they were saying that oh you know we gotta go ahead and uh, attack uh, ERCOT you know which were the the people the private uh, owned business owners of the electric companies that we have but. As far as uh, the winter storm comes, do you guys feel like if it were to happen, you guys would rather be more prepared than you were last year, or do you guys just don't want it at all to like ever happen again? I I, I think it's better to be safe than sorry. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to be as prepared as I can because even if I don't ever want it to happen, it most likely probably will happen. You know. It's, there's nothing that we can control when it comes to the weather, so I'm definitely trying to be as prepared as I possibly can and fucking have as many jackets and food and maybe look into a fucking gas power generator or something. Exactly. Just, just to be ready for it, because, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, that was yeah. me being hard-headed last year. We had a generator, but eh, the power be black on any time, any <laughs> fucking hour now, and by that second, third day, I was out there trying to get that. The fucking lock was frozen. Had to break the fucking lock and then drug the generator mm. out. But even then, I was just sitting there like, uh, I don't even want to deal with this shit no more. We just went to um, sister-in-law's house and shit. Like, yeah, it was too, it was too cold. Shit. Too cold yeah, to fuck around outside, yeah. Yeah, man. After I had already went out there and struggled to get it on for like two and a half hours, I was like, yeah, I just put it back up and left. <laughs> Like, it's not worth it. Yeah, I felt I felt like an asshole because like I was uh, I I was on the opposite spectrum of that, you know. I was over here going live on Twitch, making the snowman and shit. And there's people <laughs> like you know, I like I felt like like I I would I mean I felt like an asshole, but at the same time, like you know, like learning from what the experience, you know, I I just turned around and I was just grateful for that because I had a friend of mine who was like living in an apartment, never running low on food and. They're like, oh man, we're gonna walk to you. So and I, we gave him like two boxes full of food, and he tells me till this day that he was really grateful for that because had I not given them something to eat or anything to munch on or to try to keep them warm, you know, they would have not made it. You know, it would have it would have sucked really really bad. Oh yeah. yeah, and that happened to a lot of people. It really did. They were stuck at home and had no food, and unfortunately, a lot of people also had kids with them and. You know, you always feel sorry for the kids because they, they don't know how to defend for themselves. They don't know, you know, how to go get a meal. It's up to the parents to try to do something like that. But when the situation is that bad, you just, you know, as a parent, you feel fucking horrible. Yeah, and there was like, a, like you said, there was a lot of people who got stuck. You know, fortunately, there was a lot of people who lost their lives. And I think what I was more worried about was just, you know, like... Um, I guess yeah, I tend to have a big heart sometimes. I was just thinking about everybody else, you know. I was just like, I actually um, got on social media on Instagram, and there is this uh, Instagram page I follow. It's called Three Sixty Five Austin. Basically, it's just it was a whole bunch of people uh, helping out, trying to give people you know resources for water, for gas, for places to go get food, and I I was able to you know do that. I, I got mentioned a couple times on their Instagram stories about places that were, uh, you know, given to go orders. There was places like, uh, that were giving away like free foods for like the first, like 300 people and whatnot. And it was crazy because right down the street, there was this taco truck 
and they were they were selling tacos for a dollar fifty, you know, and man, they were making a killing out there and whatnot. Oh, yeah. For a dollar fifty, I'm like, shoot. And like I said, it, it's really it's really hard because, you know, at as a giver, you, you always just want to try to give more than what you have. But that's one of the lessons I had to learn uh, personally was that I, I needed to stop giving people what I didn't have. Oh, yeah. You, know? you have to make sure you're okay first before you can decide to help anybody else out. Yeah. And like I said, I've, I had never experienced snow like that or a winter like that. Like I said, I'm hoping it doesn't come back. You know, but like Sticky said, I, I wanted to get cold. I wanted to, like, you know, have those nights where you can crack the window a little bit open and then go jump into your warm blankets and stuff and just, you know, cuddle up with your partner or just go outside and just have a good time eating some ramen. And when I, I remember eating ramen at the bus stop in the mornings just so I could stay warm. Oh, man. Those those were good times. Those were really good times. And how do you, how are you guys feeling about... Uh, about the whole currency thing that's been going on because uh there's apparently cryptocurrency that's going on right now so how is it that you guys think people are trying to get rich these days i mean people are finding crazy as ways to get rich these days i feel like ever since um like the blow up of social media and the blow up of uh tiktoks and shit like that i feel like uh, a lot of kids are learning how to be rich through that even faster than we than we did. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of rich, there's a lot of kids that I see, and it might just be them stunning online, just showing off what they don't have. But it just seems like there's a lot of kids that are like 20, 22, that have had way more money, that are touching way more money than I have, even though I'm 29. And I'm like, damn, I mean, it's good for them. I don't hate it on them at all, but yeah, there's definitely online is definitely a big way a lot of people are are uh, they're marketing and they're getting their money. And and that's the thing, like I feel like there's been more and more entrepreneurship, and what I feel like is that there's been a lot of people who had, are getting tired of working for their boss and they just want to be their own boss, you know? Yeah, I was gonna say that. That's um. I feel like that has something to kind of do with it, too, is a lot of people haven't, I guess since COVID hit and people were just, you know, at home, like you said, a lot of people were just turning to being entrepreneurs and starting up their own businesses and nobody really wants to work a fucking normal desk job like that no more. Like it's a normal job in general. So people are just finding ways to, I guess, make money off the social media or just yeah. doing things they can do, Sell, selling things or making things. All type of shit, flipping shit, renovating shit. Exactly. Yeah, and and it's true, you know. Like, so I I want to go ahead and uh, touch the top the touch the topic about how being famous or going viral on TikTok can actually give you money because my wife she she was famous on TikTok. She had like I think one point three million people followers and whatnot. But I don't know, too many people reported her and she got banned. You know, so she lost all that. But apparently, the way that works, so in order to start getting paid by them, by, say, TikTok, you have to have at least 10K likes and 10K followers in one month. And then after that, they pay you per view on each video. 
So wow. some of the videos she was making, she would have like hundreds or thousands or even million views. And the way it works is every 1,000 views you get, you would make like five bucks or something like that, you know? So the, the, more, the more viral a video is for you, the more money you would get. So I, I, like you said, I feel like you guys are right about that because I feel like that's what a lot of kids are doing out there. They're trying to make a trend on TikTok to become yeah. famous and, you know, have them pay for them because it's the same way for YouTube. You know, same thing for any social media platform. If you're famous, if you have a whole bunch of people following you, if you have all these people just looking at your stuff on the daily, there is a way to make money off of that, you know? Oh, yeah, bro. I mean, this is basically, we didn't base around this podcast based on money, but um, we do understand that having a platform like this, having like a podcast, um, it could possibly in the future bring in the revenue, which is which is a lovely thing because, you know, having that having that re- revenue open up opens doors up for more better production, you know, quality production, being able to have more time for discussions like this to talk about things that, you know, just come to our head that we like, that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. Now, since we're already on this topic about uh, currency and money, do you guys feel there's more, there's a lot of more stress related to money than any other issues we occur? I think so, because, like, I would just always say that money's kind of a necessary evil. It's, like, something that, like, I don't want to be the person that's, like, all about money, but it's, like, you need fucking money to do any fucking thing, bro, just to live, just to do anything, bro. You, you Like, it's a, it's necessary. So, so yeah, with that it does bring stresses because you know you want certain you sometimes you want to do certain things but maybe you can't afford it maybe you want a certain item but you can't afford it or a certain type of car maybe you want to go buy a house but it's just out of your fucking price range so yeah it does bring some stress sometimes to overbearing stress sometimes but I was gonna ask you're talking about currency and maybe I mean we can come back to this what we're saying right now but. Do y'all feel like the dollar eventually will um, lose its value? Like the American dollar? Hell yeah, bro. Mm. Like it's already happening, right? With all this crypto shit going on or what? Yes, sir. Yeah, I I would have to agree with that statement because here's the thing. The euro is worth more than a dollar, you know? I think it takes a certain amount of uh, dollars to make one euro. So they're already beating us on the other side of the world. And on top of that, there's a lot of people out here who, I hate to say it, are making money illegally. You know, they're laundering money, you know, and whatnot. And another thing, too, like um, uh, in Mexico, whenever I would go to Mexico when I was younger, uh, $20 would last me like two weeks, three weeks, you know, compared to uh, how it's usually spent here in, in the United States. But the value of the dollar, I feel like, is, is diminishing only because like there's just so many things going on right now you know like uh, an example here where i live at everything's just so damn expensive literally it's everywhere bro inflation is just a motherfucker right now i feel like going to the grocery store a couple weeks ago it was not not a couple weeks ago maybe a couple months ago going to the grocery store this shit would not what the fuck is going on right now okay my bad 
I had a pop up pop up on my fucking head. <laughs> Becky G just started screaming in my fucking ear. But... <laughs> Fuck, I lost track of my, my, my track of mine because of that. But, um... We were on Oh, yeah, but, like, going to the grocery store. Yeah, bro. Going to the grocery store, I feel like we could, we could buy like a decent amount of groceries with like $120 now. But that same shit that we're getting, bro, it's like two. I feel like it just jumped up. We're paying like $200 for fucking groceries, bro. It's ridiculous. So, I don't know, man. It, the, everything definitely is getting more expensive. Even the gas is just. I'm just. I can. I've never been the person that's like, man, gas is going up. But I feel like I used to put ten dollars in my car and it give me like, um, almost full, like quarter full tank. And now it's fucking. That's only giving me like half a fucking tank now. So. Oh shit! Yeah, now the gas, especially gas. Gas is. I think gas is on the trend. It's it's just gonna keep going up again. And it's gonna cause a lot of issues. And then. The problem with that is that once gas starts coming up, other shit starts coming up too. Because you know, one thing becomes scarce and it it fucks up all the other things. It fucks up other amenities too. Yep. Yeah. For for some odd reason, uh, I think gas. There is this old myth or stereotype that I heard that around the holidays, the president likes to lower down the gas so people can go and visit each other because. Uh, the cheapest gas I can find out here is at two sixty seven. You know, compared to it's cheap as hell, I feel like because yeah. I feel like I've been seeing shit that's like three fifty and up over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming up over here. Yeah, and and it's funny too because the the myth about the more north you go, the cheaper gaskets. That's actually not true. You know, I had that I had that uh that I had that question debunked the other day. And whatnot, but yeah, I feel like uh, the the dollar is losing its value, you know, because like you said, the whole cryptocurrency thing and the whole uh, investment in stocks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like pe- people are just gonna be making a shit ton of more money. Like back then, like uh, I have a buddy of mine who maybe three years ago he got into cryptocurrency and he put a lot of money into AMC and to um, what's the other one, GameStop. And why not? And now, he, now he's easily sitting on fifty thousand dollars right now. Mm. Oh yeah, money moves. Yeah, that's the that's the big money moves. But since um, since we were talking about the the whole currency thing, uh, I have a good question for you guys. Do you think that being broke can be a, a state of mentality? Yep. Definitely, it becomes it becomes like a it, to some people it starts becoming like a kind of like a crutch. It it kind of disab uh disables you to think that you can do better things because you're like, well, you know, I only get so much money, so I can't. You you just fill your head up with a lot of can'ts, and I can't do this. And it's I like negative. It. It's like a negative manifestation. Like it's like you're just telling yeah. you're putting yourself into a box, and then you kind of losing motivation to do shit. So you're going if you keep telling yourself, "Man, I'm broke, and I, I can't do this, I can't do that," then you're probably just gonna sit there and not do shit. So exactly, it definitely is a mindset. You got You can't. I feel like you can't just sit there. Like I said, money's just so evil, bro. You can't sit there and just make it your whole life, oh, even though yeah. it is. It is kind of. Your whole fucking life, <laughs> and 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 I kind of talked. We we talked about this a little bit before. Right. I used, especially before COVID, I was 
I didn't realize it, but what I started doing was prioritizing money. But I thought I was doing it for the right reasons. The problem is that putting money number one, especially when it comes with family, especially when it comes with your own sanity, it's not good. You're not supposed to put money number one, especially not before your kids, not before your spouse, not before your own life. You'll start doing some fucked up shit. You'll start losing time with, you know, your loved ones and you'll start, um, you just become one of those persons is like, you know, I, I need to go to work because I need to make money to do this and that. And the reasons might be good reasons, but if you're prioritizing money before anything else, it, it kind of leads you to a bad path. Yep. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. You know, and, and like, I, I like both answers because it is true. I think being broke is a mindset because you are allowing yourself to manifest that, that energy to where, you know, if you don't, if you, uh, if you don't work hard enough, you won't be able to get what you want and whatnot. Because, you know, I've, I like said, being younger, I wasn't really more financially stable. You know, I would get paid on Friday, be broke on Monday type of thing. And as I got older, the bills got bigger and. You know, eventually it had to come to an end where I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah age. I need to have these things paid in order. I need to have these taken care of because I hear stories of, of how a lot of people became rich. Some of them, you know, started off with just $10 in their pocket. Some of them started off with no money, you know, and there's people out there. I, I had a friend once who was stressing himself out so much because, you know, no matter what, no matter how, how hard he worked in three jobs. He had three jobs. He still wasn't making ends meet, you know? And then I finally told him, like, dude, you need to break that cycle. You know, you need to, you need to tell yourself that, you know, your experience from three jobs is going to get you one good paying job. And it's going to be enough for you to get you through every week, through every month of every year. And he started believing in that. And sure enough, uh, he was able to get himself out of three jobs and get himself one good paying job. And like now he's he's happy as ever, you know. But it's crazy because like when you're broke, like you said, it it stops you from wanting to do things. You look at something or you look at your social medias and you're seeing your friends going out there having a blast, you know. And I I will admit I I was broke once myself, but I also had some broke friends. But even then, it, it it's it's kind of like heart clutch because I I had a I had a buddy of mine who would always be like. Oh, you know me, I don't have any money, so I can't go. And I'll be like, dude, just come. You know, it's like, no, you know, it's like, I don't want you to spend your money on me and whatnot. And money, like you said, it's, it, it is evil because it, there's a saying that goes, uh, money can make a man go crazy. Money can make a person go evil, you know. But one thing I like to remind myself is that once, we, once we're gone, this is kind of like dark, but once we're gone, that's not going to matter to us, you know. And you can do nothing with the money. I'm sure you're going. I mean, I guess you can pass it on to somebody else, or you know, give it to your family. But that's the way I think about it too, man. It's once I'm dead, like it won't. I don't know, man. It just won't matter no more. But maybe that's like you said. Maybe it's just a fucked up way. Maybe it's just a stupid way of thinking about it. Maybe I shouldn't think about it that way. Because maybe I should be trying to, you know, get generational wealth and shit like that for my kids or whatever. Yeah. And like I said, I like I said once uh once you start manifesting, you know that energy where like you know what, like this 
this is a good paying job or I don't have to work X amount of hours to make X amount of money. Things tend to work out, you know, and I just want to I just want to flip it real quick and ask you guys another question. So since uh, we're talking about the money thing, what would you guys do if you guys won the lottery? The first thing that comes to mind with me is helping the ones that have helped me. That's definitely my first top. Um, just helping the ones, getting them out of whatever. Maybe not even necessarily helping them with money, but helping them with being able to, um, you know, see their own potential as well. Because money, again, you know, like we're saying, it's not important, but money is definitely a tool that can facilitate a lot of things for a lot of people. So. Maybe I wouldn't put, you know, maybe I wouldn't give somebody money, but maybe I'll pay for their college or something, which is something that can definitely help somebody out. Uh, you know, that's one of the first things that I, I definitely would do, like, especially for my mom, I feel like I'll, she owns a house. That's one of the first things I'll do is pay off that house. Just to show her that I, you know, I have nothing, I have no, there's no hate in my heart for her. There's no nothing. I know I can be uh, a little weird sometimes. I'm very introvert. I don't talk that often, but um, that those type of things would definitely be on my top. Somebody asked me this question before when I used to work for Dodge. And my answer instantly was I would disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. That too. Yeah. But um, nah, what you just said, bro, is that's kind of a thing too. Every time I think about like, man, if I feel like I'm bred off with, like you said, the people that took care of me when I needed it the most, my parents, and yeah, just just take, like you said, just take care of. Like, I mean, I'm I feel maybe I would be too generous with if I hit the like. It depends on how much I get. If I'm getting like a fucking mega millions, third three hundred fucking million dollars and shit, like. Bro, I'm breaking bread with everybody. Like, all my fucking homies. Like, I don't know. My families, my family. Like, I don't know. Like I said, maybe I'm too generous. But also, just investing. Starting up just fucking, I guess, dreams that I had. Like, maybe I would go and do some type of fucking... Buy a video game company or something. Like, I don't know. Mm. But, Investment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like I said, I, I, I had to agree with you there, too. I would just pay back everybody who's ever helped me. You know, I've had I've had people pay for my lunch whenever I didn't have any money. You know, I've had I've had relatives spot me for money for gas for my vehicle. I you know, obviously my parents, you know, because they 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 raised me and they they paid for everything when I was growing up and whatnot. And like I said, just break bread with everybody. And I think the second thing I would do is invest in myself. I would probably allow myself to go and study whatever I wanted to study learn whatever I wanted to learn, go to whatever university I wanted to go to, just educate myself, you know, That's and whatnot. Right. And have that have that knowledge, carry that knowledge with me because at the end of the day, there's, uh, there is a lot of things that have more worth of, of value than money does itself, you know? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Go live yeah, with, like, like, a tribe and just somewhere and take ayahuasca. That, that would definitely <laughs> be a thing for me. I, oh, shit. No, that, that is a good thing too because like i said in 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 the process of like getting to know yourself and just to clarify at the last episode i did say i was an intj i'm actually an infj you know mm. and and i'm more of a feeler than a think than a thinker and that's what that tnf mean you oh, know okay. 
Yeah, the J means you're very judgmental, you know, and like I hate to admit it, I, I could be judgy sometimes. You know, that's why I like to wear a mask because I, I can't control my face expressions. Like I can't, you know, if I if I see something musty or crusty or just somebody like that, like I make a face, you know. <laughs> and I think the third thing I would probably do after, you know, breaking bread and investing in myself is like you said, uh, go go travel, grab a group of friends. You know, grab a whole bunch of good people and just go travel the world. Go see shit we want to go see. Go eat the food we want to eat, you know. And probably the last thing, like you said, I'll probably just disappear. Because uh, there was this guy, there was this article I was reading up on. The guy who won, like, the Mega Millions, uh, like, uh, I, a long time ago, he didn't come and claim it till two or three years later. And the reason was because he went to go and changed his whole identity oh. and whatnot. Yeah, he, he went to go change his identity, change his name, change everything about himself before he went to go claim that. And if you think about it from a different spectrum, that that is probably the smart thing to do. Because, like you said, it it's starting to get bad out there in the world, you know, and it's always been bad with money, with currency. You know, it's just like you said, money can buy you a lot of things. You know, it can it can buy you so many things and maybe things that you want, maybe things that you need. And he he basically didn't go up and claim it until after he did all that. Because you never know. Whenever you win the lottery, I mean, you might get posted on the article. You might come out in the news. And I hate to say it, but you might become a target. Oh, no, you do. You definitely do. And it just reminded me of that one episode, too, where uh, I think uh, one of you guys were working with a coworker. And he said, oh, yeah, I used to be a millionaire. I used to own a, a business and whatnot, but it, it went down under and whatnot. Yeah. And it's crazy because it, it's it's crazy how much, like, how easy it is to spend it compared to how hard it is to earn it, you know? Exactly. And and here's, a, here's like, a little quick uh, fact about the lottery itself. Um, some that I knew, but I looked up the number real quick. So... According to multiple studies, about 70% of all lottery winners end up going broke and filing for bankruptcy in five Oof. years. Oof. So that that just tells you that it's it's good to have a plan. The lottery is nothing wrong with winning the lottery. The issue is when you don't have a plan. So having a plan, even if you're, you know, like us, we haven't won the lottery, but the fact that we have these plans sets us up for something a little bit better and not, you know, not just be another statistic of 70% that fail. But usually people, you know, they win the lottery, they go fucking buck wild and they'll end up bankrupt. And um, I don't know if this statistic is the same, but I heard that some of the people end up even more broke than they were before because they quit their job, they quit all kinds of shit. And when they don't have that money no more, they can't go back to that job. So now they're doing, oh. shit that, you know, they're doing work that's paying them way less. Yeah. And like, would y'all, said, go finish ahead. I was just going to say, would y'all still work your job if you hit the lottery? Like, would you yeah. just keep the same little low budget <laughs> job you have? I would do that. I would do that. I mean, I know people would probably, like I said, they would put your name in the article. People would probably know, but shit, I would just stay at the little low budget job I'm at. Fuck it, bro. I keep getting this little paycheck yeah. right here. And just it, keep on top of the money I have already. 
and I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, I literally, the exactly, I was like, would you guys still work? Uh, would you guys still keep your job? And I honestly, yeah, I would still keep my job. You know, I, 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 I would, I would, I could be my own boss, but I, I would still be humble, you know, and like still work like with the company I'm with and whatnot. I mean, they obviously would know that, you know, I don't need them. And honestly, that's how the mentality is with your workplace. That's how it should be is that, you know, you don't need them. They need you, you know, and it's true. And that's exactly the mentality everybody should have when it comes to working because you're not obligated to be there. You know, and if you have all this money sitting in the bank, you can just say, you know, like, you know, fuck this. Like, you know, you'd be like that guy from uh, Half-Baked, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> fuck you. I'm out, you know. But I, I would stay humble. And like I said, I would I would still live in a, in a decent house. I, I wouldn't go ball out and buy a mansion because you need like 18 rooms bro like that's fuck yeah no. yeah fuck no. unless everybody's staying with me if i have like 18 different or like the same <laughs> exactly. 10 different families staying in the house with me then okay so you know and it's and it's crazy because like i like asking that question to a lot of people based off their answers and i had a co old co-worker once he he gave me the best answer ever he told me he would buy a whole street a whole neighborhood and literally on that one street on that one neighborhood move in all his family members oh shit hey that would be dope that'd be tight bro that'd be, you had like a little compound with just your family and shit yeah <laughs> Gotta be super close to your family though, because I don't know if I would do that, bro. You yeah, have to like be at your house every day. I mean, they'll be well off though. Like you're gonna be good. They gotta bother you, bro. You probably fly around. <laughs> you probably just be gone. Yeah. Like you, say, you, you, just, you just have that house. Just come for the holidays. But like, I stay in my own house for the holidays. I'm good. Like you said, you don't want them to be bugging you every day, knocking on your fucking door and shit. <laughs> Actually, for some fucking milk or some shit. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, if you had them on one street, you would obviously have all the houses paid off. So really, right. all they all they really need to do is be able to provide for themselves, you know. And you're already, I mean, that's that's a fast way to go broke. Like I'm not saying, oh no, don't buy your relatives everything. You can't be taking care of all those people because, like you said, the first person you got to take care of is yourself, you know, oh. and. Whoever your your loved one is, mm -hmm. no, you can't come back asking for more. You can't come back with your hands out. Like what the, what I gave you is what I gave you, and you need to go and invest in that wisely. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. That's true. But like I said, if we ever get to that one point where I can go and pay back everybody, I I would definitely do it. You know, because I, I I I have gotten a lot of help getting to where I am now, you know, and I never forget those people. I never forget those people's actions. And it's funny because I caught up with uh, one of my coworkers uh, recently. We went to, uh, I, went, I went to this like a uh, place called Pollo Rico. They sell like, you know, it's like a uh, Rey de Pollo over there in Almeida in Houston and yeah. whatnot. And uh, it was funny because we were talking and he's like an older man and whatnot. His name's Hector. He's a really, really nice guy. He, he actually works at UT, but he was doing part-time at O'Reilly's when I was working there. And he, t he told me one thing that really opened up my eyes and was just like, it's like, it's funny. And he, he, he said this and I quote, it's funny, but it's kind of hard and it's kind of impossible to forget anybody who's ever helped you out. Is that not right? And, yeah. and I'm like, 
Yeah, that is true because it's funny because like I I I, I was talking to my wife and I was telling her I'm like, hey, look, like there's this guy. His name was Hector. Whenever I was uh, struggling, trying to make ends meet, there was days where I didn't have money for food, and he would come up to me and be like, oh yeah, Alejandro, and I'm like, yeah. It's just like here's here's ten dollars. Go to go to Popeyes across the street. Buy me uh, buy me uh, number two, and then whatever change is left over, buy yourself something to eat and keep the change. Don't even worry about it. You know he uh, he like I said he used to work at UT. So uh, when I got my car, and I could talk about this another time, but I got one of my I got my car for eighty dollars. You know, but yeah, but that that's another story for another time, but. Like, like it, the point is, I didn't forget, you know, those people who helped me. And I was telling her, man, if I ever see that, old, like, if I ever see that old man again, you know, I'm going to I'm going to tell him that I'm really thankful and grateful for him because he helped me whenever I, I really needed it the most, you know, and oh, yeah. and good people tend to recognize other good people, too, you know. And like I said, I ran into I ran into him at the store and I told him, hey, look, I'm, I'm happy I found you. You know, I just want to tell you I'm grateful and I'm very, like, thankful for what you did to me to help me where I'm at. Now, look at me now. I got a way better paying job. I, I'm the I'm probably the most financially stable I've ever been my whole life. But in order for me to get to where I, I, I was at, I had to take those steps. And when I was doing those steps, you were part of that. You know, you put your hand out and you helped me out. And he was just like, ah, don't even worry about it. He was just like, people know... People, good people can recognize when people need help. And when you tend to help those people, you know, it comes back to you in a different form, you know, because you're doing it, you're doing it from your heart. Exactly. Yeah, bro, you never forget somebody that, that helps with you. I mean, maybe sometimes you need, you need a little reminder, but when you see them, you'll be like, man, I remember this dude, this dude help me out or I remember this person, this person helped me out in, you know, this certain situation. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You don't forget somebody that helped you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost it's almost impossible. Like it really is. But like I said, in in my head I have a mental note of everybody who helped me and whoever's listening and you think that I might have forgotten you, I promise you, like my heart does not forget as much as my brain does. You know? Cause like yeah. I said, I carry I carry that with me every day. You know, when the don't when the going gets tough, I, I remembered, you know, to stay humble and just appreciate everything that's just been given to me. And and it's true, like growing up, I, I was never truly alone. I was able to make friends and have this weird energy that attracts people to me to, you know, wanna be my friend and whatnot. You know, it's it's one of those situations where like with somebody if somebody doesn't like me, it's because it's probably all them. You know, it's all it's it's all in their head. I know that sounds kind of conceited and like it sounds like a inflated no, ego. No, it's, it's true though. A lot of people have insecurities, so they they don't even know you, and they're like, "I don't think I like that person." And it's 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 just insecurities. Yeah. And uh, as as far as as far as talking about money and whatnot, I I want to go ahead and switch over to a, a, the entertainment we had for this whole year. You know. Like all all the stuff that's been going on here, the and uh, we spent money on that was fun for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can tell you right now, I invested some of my time uh, in watching a new anime. It was a it was a sports anime. It was called High Q. It's a volleyball anime. I know it's kind of, it sounds kind of cheesy, but there was also some really good like boxing animes I watched. 
you know i i enjoyed spending my time watching them because it it was it allowed me to bond more with my with my wife and whatnot because that's like her favorite anime and whatnot and it was kind of cheesy like i said it, it is a volleyball anime but it's cheesy and it's like really good but was there anything like a, a movie you guys saw this year or anything like that that might have been the highlight of 2021 for you guys I think my I'm gonna say my favorite movie hasn't even come out yet. It's the Matrix and the Spider Man. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, there has been a lot of shit that came out, like the that Kong movie, Kong and Godzilla movie. That was surprisingly pretty decent. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. That was yeah, dude. That was man. No spoilers, man. But that was probably one of the coolest like fights I've seen. You know, based off those favorite monsters. And, um, I mean, I play a lot of games, so for me, it's just gaming, bro. Like, recently, I mean, the most recent thing I can think of right now is Halo. The new mm-hmm. Halo dropping, and it's, pretty, it's been pretty cool. Oh, yeah. For me personally, one of the best shooters to that I played recently is just something that just feels a little refreshing versus fucking Call of Duty and Apex <laughs> and all that, but... That's just me. And also just Call of Duty, bro. Like I just like I never get over just jumping in and playing this shit. But yeah. I can't honestly, but I don't know, like right now I'm kinda of blanking on games. I played that they they re released that shit. That was very that was real fun. And um I mean I guess like just going out. I've been going out more this year. So just being out and about and going going out to bars and just going to the club. Me, bro, last week, I'm going to tell you a little story. So Friday, I think Friday, last Friday, no. All right, well, I started to do job at FedEx, and um, they had gave me my own route on Black Friday. Right. They gave my own route on Black Friday. I was riding around. Finished my job pretty early. It was like around. Came home. I was chilling, playing a game, and then they called me at 8 o'clock. And I was, I was playing Halo with Chile and uh, one of the other homies. And they called me and then they were like, hey, you think you come in and help this other guy out? And so, oh, fuck, man. So yeah, I was like, me being the person I am, wouldn't be like Mr. Liable shit. Like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. Whatever. I ain't doing nothing else. So I agreed to go. It was like way. I stay in Dickinson. This place is like all the way on the other side of 288. Woo. Drove over there. And um, yeah, the guy had, he was just having a nightmare. It was his first day with a trip too, but they just... He maybe he thought he could do it. He they put so much on him. This dude still had like two hundred packages on his truck, bro. Damn. Yes, and it's because they gave his brother. He split his ride with his brother. His brother had two, and then they gave him like the other two hundred. And yeah, bro, it was a nightmare. So we were out there just trying to do this shit. He had said that he was riding around and he dropped all his shit off the back of his truck. Like he left the um, latch open and everything flew off the back of the truck. So. He was like in the middle of the street, we trying to pick everything up. People were on him. People were like, "You okay, sir?" And all this shit. He was just frustrated. He was just the whole night. He was like, "Man, this shit ain't coming back." Oh shit! Like job, bro. But the lady, he could, when I was going out there, he had Facetime me and showed me the truck, and it was just a lot. But I was like, "Back on my back, bro. I'm gonna help you out, like, man. Just trying to take the, you know, trying to cool him off. Be like, bro, it's gonna be all right. I got you." But he had called me back. He's like, man, fuck it, bro. Don't even come. I'm about to go home. <laughs> but I guess he told me, the lady called him, the boss lady called him, and she was like, you can't do that. Because if you do that, then you're going to be responsible for all these packages. 
Oh, and so yeah, so she they both called me. It was like, bro, she said you gotta come out there. I was like, it's okay, bro. I'm still coming. I'm still on my way. I'll be there in like ten minutes. And so I finally arrived or whatever. Um, and yeah, we're just, we just we finally got it underway. He finished his route. His brother came back, took some packages off of him. He took about um, he took about a good seventy five packages off of him. Oof. And so we were, but we we're still out there, bro. Hustler. It was like a um, like a retirement gated community with a bunch of old. Old people in it, and we honestly we didn't even finish, bro. Short. That's that's the short of the story. We didn't finish. It was midnight. The fucking scanner closed out on us, and we couldn't do oh. shit no more. The boss what? Man, just because he was the other boss, he was out there too, and he had calls. He was like, "Man, don't even worry about it. Take it to the house, bro." Because we didn't even finish, oh, and so my dumb ass, bro. My fiance, I had dropped her off at her at her cousin's house. They had went to um, mm-hmm. it's like a country club off here on Forty Five. I forgot what it's called. One of these country clubs for 45, bro. Buck, Buckwild? I think it's Buckwild. We oh, Buckwild. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we went to Buckwild. We were drinking a little bit, taking shots. And then when I got there, everybody was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Everybody's like, shoot club. What the fuck? Yeah, bro. We went up going to Paradise City. And yeah, bro, it was it was kind of crazy. We we were there till like 4 in the morning. And I had to wake up for work at seven the next day. But the, the, was they have free tacos that day or no? They had tacos. I don't know if they're free. If they were free, bro, I missed out. I fucking yeah, missed the, out. That's the case. I think they. Well, it was some lady they are. And they smell good than a motherfucker, but that's bad. Damn, I don't get off time. My bad. She's like, um, you go ahead and talk about your favorite your entertainment. And I was just that's that fucking going to strip club and like I said. <laughs> And then I had to wake up for work at seven the next day. And yeah, bro, it was fucking, it was insane. It was, it was, it was real fun. Shit, I mean, shit that happens sometimes. Yeah, I feel like those are kind of the best nights, bro. It's just, just do shit on a whim, kind of. Yeah, that's true. Like, fuck it, I'm going to just go out. I'm going to just stay out and fuck it, man. It is what it is. Whatever happens, it is what it is. I know I got work tomorrow, but fuck it, man. You know, I I'd hate to be the one of the guys to tell you this, but I think that's part of one. Of, that was part of the four agreements is that you went out there and you tried your best. You know, you went yeah, out yeah. there and you you tried your best. You gave it all you could till the clock ran out, and you kind of rewarded yourself. And it just happened to be a really good time. Shit, being out to four and then going to work at seven. Oh man, those are good days. You know, because right. like. Cause like the next day, all you're doing is just rewinding the day that happened prior and whatnot, and just thinking about all the possibilities that could have gone and could have happened, and could have possibly made things more funner, you know, and whatnot. But uh, as far as uh, as far as entertainment comes, uh, did you guys do any uh, traveling like um, this year? Because I know I know Sticky came through. You know we. Uh, That's awesome. we yeah, we came to Austin. What about you, Chile? Because I know you're an introvert, so you know. Yeah. Did you did you go out anywhere? Did you go out of town? Did you leave the state? We I, I actually went to Austin um, a couple of months back. We went to that, and I don't know what it's called, but it's uh, it's like this little lake out there where you can swim, and it, it was pretty cool. It's uh, it's it was somewhere up there. I don't want to say in the mountains, but the elevation was up there because my ears kept popping. Every time I go in the water, so I knew we were up somewhere high. But um, yeah, I, I went to Austin. We just did that. 
other than that, I I didn't really go out um anywhere else. I wanted to go to Salvador this year, but what? My uh my bank account's not looking right, so <laughs> probably have to do it next year. But I did want to go to El Salvador. I want to go back, you know, just to fucking kick it, get my mind off of whatever the fuck's going on over here, and yeah, be over there. I don't have, I don't necessarily have family over. There. I mean, I do, but it's on my dad's side. All my, all the family on my mom's side is over here, mm-hmm. um, except for a couple of second cousins um that they have that my mom has that we don't you know we don't really know too much of we don't talk to too much unfortunately um but my my on my dad's side i have like my grandpa over there my uncle um he frequently visits salvador too um but i don't you know sometimes it's like two years three years go go by where i don't really hear from him so um I don't, yeah, I don't have family over there, but I mean, that doesn't stop me anyway, you know, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. still stay like a little hotel or something and fucking wake up and walk around, see the views. They got strip clubs over there, so I have, I'd be having fun with that too. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And like, and speaking of going to like, uh, you know, like going somewhere else, like I, uh, I I went to let's see, uh, so I went to a, a lot of music festivals. So I went to Dallas a lot. There was one music festival in April. That one that one was fun. And the one I went to in September was called Lost Lands Music Festival. And oh man, that shit was all the way in Ohio, nineteen hour drive, and it was probably the coolest thing ever because like I I um. I, I want to do, you know, things better than my parent did, you know, when he was alive. So, you know, he like I said, he went to the he went to Yellowstone and he went to Washington. So I, I'm taking it upon myself to travel more and see more of the the world than he did, you know, and live yeah. to tell about it and tell the people. But, yeah, I did that drive. We went to Arkansas. Do you guys say Arkansas or Arkansas? Arkansas. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I asked that question too. I like it also. I think these guys say pecan or pecan. I call it pecan, actually. No, I say pecan. Yeah. My grandpa just like, go get some of the pecans out the yard. But yeah, going, like I said, going through Arkansas I, uh, and then going through Tennessee. Just want to give a shout out to my friend if you're listening, man. Thank you for the ride. You know, thank you for inviting me to go out there and meet, you know, the the group, meet everybody. You know, I'm really thankful and grateful for, like like I said, you guys. And that, that's what I like about Thanksgiving because, like, we sat there on the table and we asked each other, like, what we were thankful for, you know. And I know last episode we talked about what we were thankful for and it still applies, you know. And being out there, that music festival was really, like, uh, it was an experience, like I said. I, I am going to admit something. I did do shrooms out there on Friday. That shit was good. And I did do some acid out there on Saturday. And yeah. between us, dude, I was tripping dick like, on Saturday, man. Like I was <laughs> I, I was off the shits, man. Like I was off the shits. You know, it was really crazy. I uh what is it? I had to sit down and meditate. And the thing about that psychedelic drug is that when I first did it, uh, I did it, I, I would do it in controlled spaces, you know, con- in controlled environments. And I would have somebody who would take care of me, 
you know, because you always got to have that one person. You never know how you're going to react to it. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Whenever I went to the first festival, Ubi Doobie, it was, uh, I did it and like, it was just really weird because like, I, if, if you close your eyes and you, you just imagine a line and above that line, there's all these other lines going across, you know, and going through each other. There's like different frequencies that you can, you know, access and whatnot. And when I did it over there, like it was just the area and quick story real quick the part that tripped me out is that months like the festival was in september but two or three months before i had a dream where i was sitting like i was standing in a crowd and i was looking around and i looked over to my right side and i saw this like little hill going down and there was hammocks there and there was lights there and there were people sitting there and there was like these specific pine trees and whatnot and uh, there and whatnot I, I go there in September and I get there. And the day I decide to do uh, the acid, like literally, I I'm, 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 I feel like I'm in my dream. I look to my right and literally right there to my right, it's the same hammocks I saw, the same specific pine trees and the same feeling I was experiencing. And when I came back into town, I, I mentioned it to my wife. She doesn't like to hear about it, you know. She doesn't like to hear about the things I do, you know, which I get. I respect, you know. And I was just telling her, like, it's weird. But I had a dream that I was there. And she was just like, that's a good sign because that means you're going in the right direction. You're heading towards the right path, yep. you know. And it just tripped me out even more. I got chills just thinking about it. I was just like, oh, fuck, like, that's freaking crazy. But like I said, in my heart, it felt right that I was – you know, going in the right direction. Like I said, it was a big experience. And I, I am going to say something cheesy. On my way back, I we stopped at a couple gas stations and I got some fridge magnets uh, from the places we stopped. So I got I got her four fridge magnets, uh, two from uh, Arkansas and then two from Tennessee. And then one of them's like, you know, like the it's a nice little picture of all their landmarks. And the other one, it's like a, it's like a little picture of the, the state facts and whatnot. You know, so that was pretty cool. And like I said, I'm, I'm actually wanted to go to New York, and uh, and and then go to California. You know, go see those places. You know, go go eat that New York style pizza. Go see the Big Apple, all the places Spider Man was because you know he's like he's like my favorite Avenger. And then go to Cali, get that experience too, and whatnot. But real quick, since uh, we we were talking about money uh, today and the inflation. Statistic has shown that Austin has now become more expensive to live at than this, the the city of New York. Damn, because of the influx of people, huh? Mm-hmm. And see yeah. the the issue, and it's nothing against um, anybody you know moving to Texas or anything like that. I'm not. I'm not like a gatekeeper and shit like that. But the problem is that when you have people from California, their rent is way higher than us, right? Mm -hmm. And they pay crazy amount of rent for shit. And I mean, people in New York also. So when they come to Texas, um, you have these agents, these homeowners that they realize that. They realize that, hey, people from Cali pay this much money for their rent. That means we can up our rent a little bit and it'll still be comfortable enough for them to want to live here. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of the issue. People were just, you know, I'll just pay a little more. I blame Joe Rogan. 
<laughs> for real. Joe Rogan. He did cause a big shift of people to want to come over here, which is a good thing, you know. But at the same time, it does have these impacts that sometimes we don't really see until something like this happens. Yeah, and, and it's true. Like, I think one of my favorite things, like, I got nothing against Californians. I ain't got, again, I got nothing against people trying to come over here and whatnot. But the only thing I have a problem with is if you're from another state and you're trying to claim yourself as Texan, you know, like, I get it. You know, you can label yourself however you want. You could be queer. You can be uh, a, a unicorn. Fuck the, the, the people um, trying to claim their Texan. I ain't Texan. Fuck them. Yeah. And there's a, like I said, it brings up the point of the sticker. There's a sticker I see on people's bumper cars that literally says, do not California, my Texas. You know, and it's funny because you can tell, like I like being a native Texan, I'm like really proud of that shit, you know, and I can tell when people from other states are trying to be uh, like like from Texas and it's just like you're not from Texas. Oh, well, you know, I've only been here for like about, you know, like uh, three months. You know, I consider myself a Texan. I, uh, I have a Jeep now. You know, I do yoga in the morning. You know, I'm not yeah, I'm not bashing on, on any of that shit. You know, I'm just saying don't claim yourself as a Texan. If you guys don't know what y'all comes from, what real Southern cooking is, you know, we got horses and cowboys out here. I got this Texan accent because I earned it. You know, I've been here my whole life. And it's funny, too, because uh, what is it? I hear from people like uh, who and whatnot. Whenever uh, whenever people are out there in, uh, in Europe and whatnot and they run into people and they're like, oh, you're an American. It's funny because a lot of Texans, about over 70% of Texans say, I'm not American. I'm not American. I'm from Texas, you know, (laughs) 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 whatnot. So, like I said, that's like I said, I ain't got no beef against, you know, you know, the hummus dippers, you know, the, the, the vegan eaters. I ain't got no problem with anybody. It's just don't like I said, don't don't be claiming Texas if you ain't from Texas, you know. Just like, just nicely asking, you know, ask nicely saying because, you know, we taking pride in who we are, you know, especially because, you know, we're we're literally a whole like a big state, you know, and whatnot. I know, I know, there Alaska might be bigger than Texas, but you know what? There's a lot of things down here in Texas that you can't find anywhere else, you know, and whatnot. But uh, which actually gets me uh, going to the next topic, so. You you guys were saying that you know you guys don't eat mansions or anything like that. Uh, whenever you guys win a lottery and whatnot, and I would have to agree with that because one of the things about having a mansion is that say you do go broke and then nobody else lives there, and you start hearing like weird shit about like weird shit just going around the mansion. I think that would be way more scarier. It's like because of how like paranormal activity, you know, can tend can tend to happen a lot, you know. And whatnot. But don't get me wrong, like I'm I'm all about that spooky shit. You know, I like getting scared, you know, just because I'm just like, oh man, like, like that got me. Like I still drunk, you know, and whatnot. But have you guys had any experiences with paranormal paranormal uh, I can't even say it right now? Just like ghost activity, you know, anything like story you guys heard or anything you guys experienced yourselves? I remember I heard oh. Now that you mention it, um, I know we kind of talked about it, and uh, I haven't had too much of a paranormal experience, but I, you reminded me of a story my mom told me when she was in El Salvador. Ooh. She said that there was, there was a cat that, um, for some reason, 
was like real weird and real creepy looking, and all the kids kind of hated it. And it, it might sound bad, but again, this happened in El Salvador, and it happened a long ass time ago when she was a kid. So all the kids started like throwing bricks at the cat. And they were like literally just trying to kill it because everybody, all the kids were scared of it. I'm, I'm guessing it was like a mangy cat. It just looked, you know, like it had some kind of disease and shit. So all uh-huh. the kids started throwing rocks. They, they were throwing bricks at it, and they did it for like an hour. And, uh, and then you know everybody noticed the cat was dead, so everybody left. But my mom was like still curious. So maybe like 20 minutes past, she came back outside. And she saw the cat was still alive. Man, that's because cats have nine lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I saw a cat get hit by a car, his whole neck turned 360, and he just landed in the fucking street for like six minutes. Just... And then he got up and walked away, I swear to God. It was, it was the freakiest shit I ever seen. Man, that, that is actually pretty freaky, though. Because, like, it's just weird... You know, because I think there was a, a, a an episode where you guys were talking about how there was a scientist who was going to prove people that when you get his head cut off, he's going to he's going to blink three or four times to let them know and whatnot. And I, I believe in that, you know, I like, like there's there's a lot of stories that I have that I've been told, you know, not sure if it's just to scare me as a little kid, because as a kid, I didn't really misbehave. But for whatever reason, for whatever reason, there's just a, a lot of voodoo in Mexico. You know, like, so one of the first stories I heard about, like, uh, paranormal activity was that uh, there is this house and in a neighborhood here in Houston. Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Those wings are coming back up. Uh, there was a there was a house in a neighborhood in Scarzo. If you're in Houston, you're familiar and you know that area. There was a house there where uh, a guy, I think, killed his daughter and whatnot and one of my uncles uh was young at that time living in the house with the with family members and he said that one night uh he was sleeping and 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 in the room and it was pitch black like it was so dark you couldn't see your hand in front of you you know and my grandma tells me that one day that he went to go sleep in there and that he uh he said the whole night he was having chest pains and whatnot. And he woke up in the middle of the night because he literally uh, felt like there was somebody sitting on his chest, Indian style, cross-legged and whatnot. And he told me that he opened up his eyes and he saw two little yellow dots as eyeballs and he freaked out and he took out running and whatnot. And of course, you know, my grandma was just like, oh, that's because you were misbehaving. That's what you get. You know and whatnot, but yeah, it's it's actually really creepy because that house is still is still vacant. You know, there's still people who move in and out from it and whatnot. And that's another thing too, man. Like that that's why I I, I tend to get like really like double guess myself because like when you're buying a house, you don't know the you don't really know the history of it. You know, like you don't you don't know the history about it because. A, a movie that kind of messed that up for me was the original Pet Cemetery. You know, yeah. that that shit was creepy. Like I was just like, holy shit! Like there's like, you know, like native ground burial grounds where you shouldn't trifle with, and whatnot, and it could bring back like evil spirits, evil souls. You know, and another another paranormal thing uh, I experienced 
And this is really weird. So I was little. I was living. Uh, we were in an apartment. I don't know how old I was. So me and my sister were sharing a bedroom. And uh, my parents had their own room. And I literally wake up like in the middle of the night. I don't know what time it is. You know, and just quick side fact. You guys, do you guys know about the whole three o'clock in the morning thing? Like the whole dead hour thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's actually like a true thing, you know? And I think it was around that time, but here's here, here's the weird part. So I was um I woke up, you know, and I, I, I for whatever reason I go to my parents' room and I know I know I wasn't dreaming. A hundred percent I know I wasn't dreaming. You know, but I, I, I looked at them and then for whatever reason I look at the closet and the closet's all wide open, but it's dark. Like it's it's scary dark. But for whatever reason there was this weird noise coming back from it. And I intimidated the voice, like the it was just a weird growl noise. It was just like, you know, and like I did, I did this voice back. I would like, and the voice did it again. And for whatever reason, I walked towards the closet, and next thing you know, I remember being turned around, facing my parents, and then something bit me on my neck, oh, and then, shit. and then boom, I I wake up. It's like it's like twelve o'clock in the evening. I don't remember, you know, I don't remember how I got to my bed. Now, I never told that to my parents because I didn't want to freak them out. But I mentioned it recently to my wife and she was just like, she was like, that might have been something, an experience that you went through because she's had really bad experiences. Like she told me before she started getting her crystals, stuff to protect herself. When she was little, she has experienced being dragged on the floor or being dragged to the to, to a certain place and whatnot. And that it is crazy because it's 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 a true thing like it's a real thing you know and she was telling me that one night she was sleeping and whatnot and she remembers she was laying on her belly and she literally felt the cover go off her foot and then something grab her and try to drag her down underneath the bed Damn. and whatnot and like she said she started getting crystals she started uh believing like manifesting like a uh, you know good energy within within herself within the crystals and all the bad shit stuff happening you know and whatnot and another another scary story uh there's actually uh, there's a couple ghost town ghost towns here in Texas there's another I don't know if you guys heard it but there's that story about the kids who died on the on the bus that got hit by a train in San Antonio and yeah, and then you can yeah, and then you could go over there, and you could go and park your car in neutral, and then uh, if you put if you park your car in neutral over, over those train tracks, you can feel your car being pushed, and apparently it's the it's the souls of the dead kids trying to push your car over, because there is a there is a radio show, uh, it's probably still in, in Houston, it's ciento dos punto nueve, one or two point nine, and uh, they were saying that they they were literally uh, live doing the recording. And they went there and they put the car in neutral. And but instead of having their car pushed, they started having their windows and their doors, side doors, getting hit. And they looked out the window and nobody was there, you know. And they ended up getting freaked out and take it and they just took off and whatnot. And I know this paranormal thing. Like so some people are non-believers, some people are believers. You know, personally, I am a believer because. Uh, another thing that gets mentioned in a lot of scary stories that got told to my mother was the devil will pop out. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, my my uh, my dad said, he him and my uncle and a buddy went to go drink, 
and whatnot. They were drinking at a bar. It was in Mexico, Matamoros to be specific, you know, border town right there in Brownsville. And they went to go drink one night and they were saying that um, their buddy, like he was just, he, he was just being like foolish. He was being reckless and whatnot. And they told him, Hey, look, like you need to get home and whatnot. And you, you like, uh, you need to be safe and whatnot. We can take you home. And he was like, nah, fuck that. I don't need you guys. You guys are pieces of shit, blah, 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 and whatnot. And they were like, okay, you know, we're going to leave you alone. And the next morning, they, they, uh, they went to school. And they, they, uh, they didn't see their friend uh, at the school. So they went home. And they, uh, they went over to uh, their friend's house. And the mom was just like, hey. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, my son is here, but he's healing. He's recovering. And I'm like, they're like, what do you mean? He was saying that her mom basically said that all the guy remembers was walking down the street and he saw a, a pretty woman, you know, and he tried talking to the woman and the woman agreed to walk him home. But the next morning they, they found him laying on top of a whole bunch of cactuses and oh. whatnot. And he had markings on him and whatnot. And they say that the devil has one leg, one foot of a of a goat or whatever, and one foot of a chicken, and it literally looked like he had a he had a whole bunch of chicken marks on him and whatnot. Mm. And they were the guy was uh, laying down in the bed and he was crying and he apologized to my dad and, and my uncle. He was like, "Look, I'm sorry. I treated you guys really bad, but I I could have sworn that was a woman, but I think it was the devil because before before I fell into the cactuses, before I blacked out." I remember seeing horns and, and, and a red tail and whatnot. And it's it's really it's really sp- spooky and creepy because, like, I hate to say this, I feel like the way the world has been going, the, the, the world has been turning, there's been more and more activity of, uh, you know, just paranormal stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... I don't know. It's it's just very creepy because, like I said, uh, growing up, I was told that the more you talk about it, the more you allow for that type of presence to be and whatnot. Which brings me to another question. Have you guys ever played or would you guys ever play with a Ouija board? Mm-hmm. Not a lot because, like, like you just said, I don't, I'm not trying to fuck with <laughs> I'm not trying to bring no negative energy into my zone. So even my fiance was like, "Don't listen in the house because it brings b- bad spirits." Yeah. So I don't do none of that crazy shit, bro. Because I don't want to see it. Yeah, they they told me a story about doing it just the same way as a as a teenager fucking around with their friends, and they did it. Um, in that same night, he he was living, he was staying with his grandma. And um, he goes home and he's feeling a little scared. You know, he doesn't know why, but luckily his grandma's up watching TV. So he decides to sleep next to her because he's like, I'm going to be safe with her. Well, he has one of those sleep apnea episodes where, you know, he's he's asleep, but he's awake. And he's facing away from his grandma, even though she's next to him. He he doesn't see her, but he knows she's there. Um, So he he's, he opens his eyes. Or not sleep apnea, uh, sleep paralysis. Ooh. His eyes, he's paralyzed, but he's able to look around. He looks at the wall where the TV is, and he sees something crawling up the wall. And he's just looking at it, trying to wake up, but he's, he's like, real focused on it, because he's like, what the fuck is that? It's crawling up the wall, then it stops, 
And a face turns around, looks at him, and he said the face was like bright red with like real dark eyes. And at that point, he's like panicking, but he can't do shit. He's he's like trying to trying to move, and somehow, somehow, some way, like his grandma wakes him up. Luckily, and um, he he doesn't even want to tell her because he knows that if he tells her, she's gonna be like, you know, you already know. Uh, Old school parents. Or, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat that ass. <laughs> yeah, she's going like, yeah, 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 she she to go on them. Because, yeah, I mean, parents, especially in the Hispanic community, parents do warn you a lot about this shit because a lot of them have seen it. Mm-hmm. But as kids, we're over here, you know, fucking around doing stupid shit. But when something does happen, then parent, the parents obviously get mad at you for doing what the fuck they told you you're not supposed to do. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with a Ouija board, man. I really would. I'm too paranoid for that shit. I mean, I'm paranoid on the regular as it is. I can't imagine doing that shit. Was yeah. there ever a TV show that scared y'all as a kid? That uh, you're just like, man, this is the weirdest shit for me. There was one. It was called Lamb Chop Sing Along or some shit, bro. That sh- I don't know why that show used to freak me. I like, I had nightmares. Puppet, <laughs> bro. The puppet, yes, and something about a black. I don't know why. It just I would have like. Night terrors, bro. I would wake up like out of my sleep crying as a fucking child, bro. I, I, would and just I don't know why. The X Files, whenever that theme song would, get come, would come on, I would turn the TV off, bro. I hated that theme song as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. And I have images of Amy. Bro, I was freaked out, though. It was fucked. This that show was it's a trip out of that show, bro. Even now, yeah, it is. That that show did the theme song used to just have me fucking going to sleep. Literally, I'm like, I need to go to sleep. Fuck this show. You just turn all everything on. You turn all the lights on. Turn the heat <laughs> off. Dude, I I would say a show that was kind of like borderline scary for me was probably Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know that. Uh, which was that one? I kind of remember. used to come on Nickelodeon. Mm, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, which actually reminded me of a of a story, because like you say, in a Hispanic culture, they they we grow up being told don't don't fuck with that shit, don't 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 be playing with the Ouija board, don't be like doing this, like. And I was also told if you misbehave, they're gonna it's gonna get you, something bad's gonna happen to you, you know. And I guess that gets implanted in our brain. So, uh, the story goes: uh, I have a sibling, I have a sister, and she was misbehaving, like she was being really bad. You know, she was being bad in school. She was being, like, really bad to my parents, talking back to them, you know, throwing stuff at them, you know, and whatnot, just being really bad. And uh, we, uh, we, 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 uh, the way our house was, our rooms were across from each other and the restroom was in the middle, you know, and whatnot. And uh, I remember it was, like, it was around dead hour, you know. I remember, uh, what is it? laying down in bed and like for whatever reason like i just woke up i'm like okay i'm gonna go use the restroom and when i'm using the restroom and out of nowhere you hear the door open and all you hear is my sister she's chopping it dude she's like you know you know how it is like barefoot on tile floor you can hear your your feet sticking yeah she's chopping it dude and like i i hear her like being like and she's chopping it she's going to my parents room and whatnot she hits herself on the way there and whatnot, and like, uh, yeah, she she gets there, and whatnot, and she, and she started crying. She started saying, "I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, dad," and whatnot. And like, I'm over here, like, 
barely opening up the, the door and being like, what's going on? Like, why is she scared? And whatnot. And like, I look over in the room and her room's dark and she had her bed uh, against the, the window and whatnot. And she told me uh, the next morning, I was like, ah, whatever, you know, she probably just had a bad dream. So I go to my room, I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and my mom's like, hey, Junior. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, we're going to have a, we're going to have a, a priest come and bless the house. I'm like, why? What's going on? It was just like, your sister? Like, I hate to say it, but uh, she said that when she was sleeping, she kept hearing something tapping on her window. And the next thing, the next thing she heard was a baby crying. You know, yeah, and she kept, yeah, and she, and the, and the, and the, and the baby crying got louder and louder, and eventually she said that uh, she, she, she woke up, and like she looked around her room and say she saw a shadow run across her window, and whatnot, and that's what made caused her to to book it, you know, to run, and like I said, we had the priest come and he blessed the house, and you know, we, we really didn't have any more issues on that, but it was just crazy because. You know, in a Hispanic culture, you're raised that uh, if you misbehave, you know, the, the spirit, something, an evil spirit is going to get you. That's why they made the, the urban legend, La Llorona. Llorona. Yeah. Yep. That was a big one. Uh, what was it? Uh, El Chupacabra. You know, that was more of a mythological creature, you know. Yeah. And when, uh, but it is true. And in, in, in the culture, we're, we're raised to not mess with that and not, you know, dwell in that because... I hate to say it, some people do practice black magic. You know, there's some people who, you know, do uh, do, uh, do try to summon spirits and shit like that. You know, that's why my wife tells me, she's like, she's like, uh, we went to that, uh, we went to go have an emo night party. And she did, this girl had a whole bunch of stickers. Me personally, stickers is my shit, pins and, and patches are my shit. And she was like, okay, get all, any sticker you want. I don't care if it's a school or anything. Just don't bring back anything back that has a pentagram because I don't fuck with pentagrams, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And like you said, it, 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 it might attract that type of energy and I whatnot. But same thing too, like um, cemeteries, you know, they say like, don't be there too long and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, got, I got another side story real quick. Uh, we were in Mexico and um, uh, we were walking back from a, a party. It was me and my like three, three or four other cousins. It was five of us, you know. And uh, we had we uh, we had an option. We were like, we can uh, we can either cut, <laughs> take the shortcut through the cemetery, and get to the house in five minutes, or take the long dark path that's like ten minutes, you know. Because over there in Mexico, lighting is not really their their priority, you know. The only light you have is either the moon, the stars, somebody's house, or one street light every like five or six miles. Yeah. You know, so we we all felt confident because like, oh, we're all we're we're all together, we're all close, you know, and whatnot. And um, we were all like, okay, well, let's go to the cemetery. And like, you know, we had my cousins. They're like, no, let's not let's not do it. Let's not do it. Like, it's like eleven o'clock right now. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, look, there's a, we can get home in like five or 10 minutes, you know, compared, well, in five minutes compared to 10 minutes going a long way downhill, uphill, and it was pitch black. And we didn't have phones back then, you know, we didn't have any lights or anything like that, which some of the kids now are really fortunate to have that. But back in the day, we didn't have any, any lights on our our phones, not even like the razor phones, the flip phones. So... We're going there. We're walking, and it's it's one of those cemeteries where it's all it's all cement, 
you know, it's like it's like a whole bunch of cement tombstones and like uh, I don't know what to call them, but they they have the the pillars where people put the ashes or the uh, the dead ones and whatnot. Oh yeah. yeah. And and uh, we were walking, and here's the thing: nobody wants to walk in the back. When you're walking in a straight line, nobody wants to be in the back. <laughs> exactly. You know, like it, it, it's a common thing. It's just it's just fear. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're all walking, and it gets and it starts to get like narrow, narrow. So we're being forced to um, get closer and closer. And the scary part, and even to this day, we talk about it. Now we laugh about it. Back then, we were crying about it. But uh, it, we get to the part where there's uh, where they have like little hallways where you can walk through and uh, go to uh, different parts of the the same structure to see the ashes of your dead. We're walking, and um, and uh, what's going on is that my cousin's just like. It's just like, oh, you know, I'm just glad we're we're almost through and we're we're always gonna make it. And literally there like whoever was behind was just like, hey guys, like what I think I heard something. We all turn around and literally we see a shadow walk so slow, ever so gently, across from one side to the other, and then they walked back and they looked right at us and we saw bright yellow eyes. I don't know what it is about yellow eyes, man, but we saw bright yellow eyes. And we fucking booked it. We were like, a la verga, un pinche fantasma. Cortale, wey, cortale, cortale. Bro, we took off so fast. Yeah. You know, we fucking ran. We jumped over that thing and whatnot. And we got home and we were, we, we got, we got there and like our, our relatives, our older, older, I guess our elders were there around the campfire. And they're like, what's wrong with y'all? Why are you crying? Why are you guys shaking? And they're like, we 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 took a shortcut through the cemetery and 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 we saw a ghost. And like my grandma was just like, What cemetery did you guys go through? Oh, we went through so-and-so cemetery. And she was just like, Oh yeah, that cemetery is haunted. There's always something being seen there, or just an what is it? An un, a restless spirit. So were you guys being bad? Were you guys misbehaving? And whatnot, you know, and it's it's always funny because they always coordinate misbehaving, being bad to your parents, to getting spooked out or getting freaked out, you know. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it does come from something, though. I mean, maybe it is uh, somewhat true because it kind of makes sense that you you being bad, you know, will attract something kind of bad, especially as a kid, um, especially you know, like a vulnerable young kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a word for it. I feel like when we're younger, we're more vulnerable to things because, oh, yeah. you know, you're just you're just you're you're getting you're gathering more and more information as you get older, you know, and whatnot. But yeah, that's probably like one of the creepiest things that's happened, you know. And it's funny too because you guys remember when Paranormal Activity came out with the movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember that? That scared a lot of people, but. It was funny to the it, for me. It was funny because uh, what is it? I got scared. I'm not gonna lie. I got scared because I'm like, oh shit! You know, the demon came out even during daytime. You know, yeah. we we have this illusion of of when the sun is out, nothing bad can happen to us or nothing bad can get us. Yeah. But I talked to my friend the next day. He was just like, you know, they recorded that in just one room. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's just like, imagine a a, a bedroom. But there's people underneath the house, on the side of the walls, on top of it. They're they're the ones doing all that stuff. And I was just like, son of a bitch. You know, I didn't think about it. He he gave me a different perspective and like I no longer was afraid of it. You yeah. know, and whatnot. But what is what is probably one of the creepiest things that's like uh, you guys uh, don't like? 
Like an example for me, I don't like the the parts. Two things I don't like. There's a that where uh, people are, are being recorded next to mirrors and they're moving, and then out of nowhere, the reflection stops to move and then looks at them. You know. Uh, another thing that creeps me out is uh, what is it when you're playing a video game late at night and the only light is you have is your TV and you look up and you think like there's something running, like a shadow running, and whatnot. Yeah. I hate I hate the videos where um it's like showing where it shows like uh, like somebody's in a room or something something's around the corner just pee. I hate those videos. Bro, something's yes. in the corner just staring and you just see like half of the face and then it quickly tucks away. Those always give me paranoia, bro. When I'm walking down like my own, I'm like fuck. I don't want to. I hope I don't see no fucking weird ass shadow just peeking at me. So I had to turn my lights on right now because y'all motherfuckers did stories <laughs> yeah. and shit. But bro, the other night I was just me and my fiance, we were both in bed next to each other. And we, you know, t- we were both on TikTok and we both have our own algorithm. But for some reason, I was just scrolling through. At first, it was just a bunch of goofy shit. Motherfucker oh. saying bing bong, goofy shit. Then a bunch. For some reason, I just started getting all these creepy TikToks. And some guy oh. was like, Fuck. he was like, man, I just looked in my daughter's room. And he's like, I took a picture of my daughter's room and I just seen this creepy ass, like, it's like in the corner, the top corner. It's just like oh, yeah, I saw that him, one. Bro, and that shit. Oh, like, what it looks the so, fuck? It looks, it looks so, so real, bro. creepy, bro. Yeah. yeah. It just really freaked me out. And from that point on, I just started getting all up as TikToks, bro. Like, I think that's, I don't even want to get back on TikTok no more because my algorithm is <laughs> fucked up. I feel like I don't know why it went to that, but I was just like, man, that shit. But I don't like that either, you know. I don't like that either. And then also, um, I don't know. I guess what you were saying too, Alex, was just being like in the, when I used to stay at my dad's house, because it'd be a two-story house and I'd be in there myself at night. I have all the lights off and it's just so fucking quiet, bro. I would literally have to run through the house and just start yelling. <laughs> yeah, make some noise. Bro, I feel weird. It just feels so creepy. Like it's so quiet. I'm the only one here. Maybe, you know how like old houses creep? Yeah, you hear the stairs go, and I'm like, oh shit! I just turn the lights on, just turn all the oh, lights on in the hallway, and start oh, yelling. That that that's how shit out here, bro. that's how I know I'm a city boy too, because that's how I know I would never, I probably never want to live in the country. Oh hell no! Because it's too because uh, for my job two years ago, we had to go to um, some place in Texas. I forget. It starts with an M. But it's like between Houston and uh, College Station. It's like this little rinky-dink town, and uh, we're staying at this hotel. And literally, like at ten, everything shuts down in that town, and everything gets quiet. I woke up like at fucking midnight because of how quiet it was. I didn't even wake up because of noise. I literally woke up because it was it's too so fucking quiet. quiet. I was like, what the fuck? It, it was literally tripping me out how quiet it was. That's so why I'm like, man, I'm a fucking city boy, man. I don't think I could live out in the country where it's that fucking quiet. Get paranoid as fuck, too, because, you know, some of the houses, a lot of land. Yeah. Uh, like you say, no street lights or nothing. So I'm just like, even if I hear, like, something in the grass, like a little fucking raccoon or something, I'd be like, what the fuck was that? Exactly. I need to hear cars. I need to hear people. I need to hear a couple of gunshots. That, that shit makes me feel a little... Little bit more safer. You know it's fucked up. It's me too, bro. <laughs> That's fucked up. But me too, bro. When I hear the gunshots, my fiance is like, "Did you hear that?" I'm just like, "Yep." 
<laughs> That's normal. <laughs> Feels normal to me. I don't have no fucking paranormal stories. I'm just, I just feel like I'm more of a pussy. I'm just scared of shit. But I like scary movies. I like scary games are different because I feel like you can't turn away from it. Like you have to go through with it. Oh yeah. So I, I, I tend to um, the only scary game I really fucking play like that. Was, well, PT, and that's oh, only because it's yeah. fucking Hideo Kojima. But PT was crazy. Yeah. I, I I got a cool game. Uh, whenever we you know we decide to stream, I got a cool game that we could definitely play. It is a paranormal game. It's kind of like um, was that MTV show they used to have that reality show where you had to go out and do some missions in the middle of some fucking scary ass jail or some shit. Oh fuck! I have no idea what that is. You never saw that show on MTV? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. fuck! What was I thought you were talking about Room Raiders or some shit for a second. And they would have, like, the people would have, um, like, these little face cams and shit. They would be doing random missions for some reason. familiar, bro. Let's see. So there's a game just like that where you have to, like, you have to go do a little mission. And then, you know, you'll be in the room and then a fucking ghost will come and scare you. The the game is called, um, yeah, I forgot the fuck the game. It's called Fear, I'm guessing? Oh, Fear, yeah. MTV's Fear. Yeah. That was that show. And the game is kind of, it's basically the same as, like, you go to these locations and um, you'll do, like, little missions that it tells you to do. And then you'll have, like, a fucking, you have to figure out if it's a demon, a ghost, or something else that's in there. And, you know, obviously, once you finish the mission, then you can leave with your team. Oh, man, there's this game called, I think. Uh, Outlast. I just seen people play. Oh um, yeah, I played Outlast. Okay, yeah, I played that one. That one's one of the uh, scary ones. Uh, some of the Silent Hills uh, for some people were actually one of the scary ones. But I just want to touch back on the whole like uh, when you were living out there in the country. Uh, you know what movie ruined that for me was uh, the movie The Strangers. I love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, great. yeah. That shit. That shit ruined me because like. They were literally out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, and whatnot. And and I always tell myself, like, there's people out there who live in countries. And, like, don't get me wrong. I like to, like, like I like to peep in into, like, some, like, creepy stuff and whatnot. But uh, what is it? After I saw that movie, I was like, no, nope, I'm not living out there. And it's crazy, too, because you, you tell yourself, if I live out there in a country and I install some cameras, people catch some freaky shit on those cameras, dude. Like, there's a lot of weird creatures out there that they catch and whatnot. That's another thing that scares me out is uh, like creatures that can't be identified or things people see and whatnot. Because you never know if it's like CGI or implanted or if it's actually like a real thing, like a true thing, you know, and whatnot. But I, I, I would always like have a fear of like installing cameras and living by myself out there in the country and just seeing like creepy shit and weird shit happen out there. You're just like, I'm going to check these cameras one day and then you see some freaky ass shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, bro, that would fuck with me too, bro. Another thing I've been hearing a lot, of the, I guess the one of the on TikTok is fucking, I think it's skinwalkers or skin crawlers or body. I don't know if it's which one it is, but those videos been fucking freaking me out too, man. Oh, uh, Phasmophobia is the name of the game, and it's, it's got real good uh, ratings actually on Steam. So it's it's definitely and it's a it's a multiplayer game. So I think it's up to like four people. We all—it's basically a co-op. We all have to cooperate. 
Yeah, it kind of reminded me when uh, Five Nights at Freddy came out and uh, Slenderman came out. <laughs> the Slender game, yeah. That shit, that shit was creepy, you know, and whatnot. Because like the more pages you get, the the, the more he, you have a chance of getting caught by him and whatnot. And when same thing with Five Nights at Freddy's, if you're not if you're not checking the cameras and whatnot, they just pop up in front of you and whatnot. But it's weird because some of the kids, young days, they grew up with that shit. Like to them, that was that was their their Mario, you know? Yeah, true. Like I remember, uh, it can't make me think of my job, bro. Like when I was, I'm like, man, you know what? If I was trapped, <laughs> which one, uh, Pasmo? Nah, the fucking um, Five Nights at Freddy shit. Oh, <laughs> all those fucking animatronics just start waking up and start fucking chasing me around that bitch. Hey, Chucky, <laughs> yeah. like, oh hell, nah, nigga. <laughs> For real. I like the lore behind that story though. It was it was interesting, and then once you beat the game, you get fired, which kind of sucks, you know. <laughs> For and, real. Yeah, it really does. But like, so with the lore I got about that game is that you know some kids died there and they they're they're. Mm-hmm. Souls possessed the animatronics and whatnot. Yeah, it was and a biting incident. Some kid bit another kid that caused him to die or something. What? Yeah. Wow. I thought they. I thought they all just died just there and whatnot. Like it was like five of them and whatnot. In a fucked up video on Reddit of all, I guess it was I don't know if it was a burnt up Chuck E. Cheese or what, but all the animatronics were still. They're all Damn. like. Yeah, bro, and the fucking faces were all just like robotic and shit. But it was that shit was it was kind of freaking me out just watching it. I don't know why, bro. Puppets puppets are creepy, creepy to me. Maybe that's a thing to do with goosebumps and shit. But like I said, the lamb chop thing, bro. Nah, that shit used to freak me out. I don't know why that freaked me out, but I can watch like Chucky. I can watch Chucky and I'll be fine with it. Fucking the puppets, bro. I, I don't know, man. That shit gives me the creeps. My my ex, uh, she didn't want anything with Hello Kitty because I think she told me one day she had a dream with Hello. And you know, Hello Kitty doesn't have a mouth. Um, but she saw the Hello Kitty and she like in her dream she tried she tried to throw it away, and then it came back and then it was like, "Do you not want me?" Just some crazy shit like that, just talking to her. And she was like, "Yeah, yeah I don't want, I don't want my kids that no Hello Kitty shit." I don't like it. I was like, yeah, that sounds creepy. And then the Them fact Furbies that the Hello too, bro. Kitty. Yeah. Oh, Furbies. <laughs> bro, my grandma used to have a cloud, like a little glass case full of Furbies and same shit, bro. Like, what the fuck? Ugh. Hey, look at oh. That. Oh yeah, no. I had, I had a story about a Furby. Uh my sister had one. And then one day me and her took out the batteries and we left it on her counter and like we were just there hanging out in a room and whatnot. And next thing you know, the, the Furby opened up its eyes, it chirped, and it closed its eyes out. And when I, we looked at each other, we just took off running, crying. Told my mom. My mom grabbed it. She threw it away. She burned it, and then threw it away and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that, those, those things were kind of creepy. But, yeah, man, I, like I say, I ain't got no paranormal stories, but it's a lot of shit that just... Even still, just freak me out. I just look at them like, I don't know. The TikTok. I want to give. The TikTok is creepy, bro. They are. If they're fake, they do them good. They do them well, because God damn. (laughs) 
Yeah, bro. Like I said, that dude that was like, there's a ghost in my daughter's room, and then he just zooms in, and the fucking face is looking down, and I was just like, I instantly just scrolled up, like, oh my fuck. Do not want to see that right now when I'm trying to go to fucking sleep at 2 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I just want to mention one one, one last thing, because I know um, Loco mentioned the crime baby. Um, the crime baby thing, if, if you're in a house and you're a crime baby, that's I think that's the worst. Like, you know, demons will do or, or just ghosts. You'll hear all kinds of different sounds. You hear growling. I've heard growling. You, you'll you probably even hear your name. You know, it's just some crazy that's shit. But walker, if, bro. if you hear a baby crying, that's the worst of the fucking worst, bro. That's, that's very bad, and you definitely should either get the fuck out of there, get it clean, do something, because a crying baby is, is super, super bad. Yeah. It's a thing that, that was happening at my um when I stayed with my dad, but I came to learn that it was just cats outside the window. Okay. Oh, it could be that. Yeah, yeah. Some cats are fucking assholes sometimes. Yeah, cats will do. I, just, I, just, I was scared, bro. I didn't know what it was. And I was just. Yeah. 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 And then I figured out that it was fucking. It was just cats out there fucking. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean. I know it's we we we're having some paranormal discussions, but I mean it's not too late. So we're all gonna make sure to watch some funny shit before going to sleep. We're gonna make sure to get our mind off of that paranormal activity. Um, does anybody have some final words, some final thoughts, a wrap up for the podcast? Shoot, just uh, I hope you guys uh, you know get prepared for a windstorm, man. Just you know, get that generator, put finance that shit, you know, stock up on water. You know, have a plan just in case it gets cold. You know, and we do decide to go through another winter storm and whatnot, you know. But also, just to remind you guys, we only have 22 days till it's Christmas. The year's almost over. That's something to look forward to another fucking year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope we all, you know, everybody prosper into the next. I, um, fucking, yo, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that's been listening to us all fucking year. Or just now jumping on and listening to us or giving us a shot. Appreciate y'all. And I really hope y'all continue to, you know, keep the whole fucking listening. So, that's right. Like I said. And that's how I wrap it up, too. I'm, I'm just. You know, thank you, everybody. It's been a very long year, but at the same time, it went by fast. And uh, we're we're ready for another year, man. We're ready for a uh, season two, also. Um, wh- whenever we decide to do the season two for this podcast, it's it's because we're gonna bring in some very high production value. We're gonna we're gonna try to up our game. So, I mean, just keep keep listening to us. Just keep watching out for us, especially next year. We're 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 trying to be bigger and better. So just come on this roller coaster with us. And I appreciate y'all. Again, I appreciate Sticky. I appreciate Loco for coming in too. You know, he's y'all see him man. it. Loco, he's he's real good at this this podcasting. He's got a lot of topics. He's got a lot of questions for us. But if y'all also want to join in, I mean, come on. Come on, we're here. Mm-hmm. 
come on join us you know we you know i got a lot of questions and like i said i just want to say i appreciate you guys bringing me back and allowing me to be a part of this with you guys and whatnot and just you know grow with you guys Hell yeah right that's right and with that uh we're gonna peace out thank thank you to everybody and uh be safe and we'll see you on the next one Happy holidays, yeah. Peace out.